0: Right again.
1: All yeah, right, third
0: time's the charm. That's so, right. hey everybody, it's uh, it's the Noise Brigade off to a great start. Um, I'm Bobby. He's Tom. Tom, how the hell are you? I am a good, man.
1: Uh, just trying to uh, honestly where we're at in our part of the country. You know, so far we've had the uh, tornadoes and all that fun stuff um, for the last uh, month or so, a couple months, and now we are looking. Any possible ice storm in two days, so it just you know we're we're just trying to uh, keep an eye on things.
0: <laughs> oh, so the hits keep coming. Um, That's right. Wonderful. So uh, we we actually uh, down here in the quote unquote, uh, as little Nikki would put it, they're deep south. <laughs> God, that was a terrible little Nikki impersonation. I'm going to jail for that one. Um, it's a
1: hard one to do an impersonation of though.
0: I you know I normally feel like I do a pretty good one, but this one uh, that was that was terrible. I'm I, I'm fired. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we we've had uh, when I drove home the other day, it was 33 degrees here in sunny Florida. So, wow! Now that made me super happy because I'm weird and I I miss the cold. I miss winter. Um, the the people who pay money to live down here when it's cold up north, uh, most of them weren't too happy neither were the uh, the people who grew up down here and were like yeah why are you such a psycho why do you like it when it's cold um so yeah so it's been it's been some interesting we had some tornadoes too we had a uh, we had the supposed earthquake you know, a couple weeks yeah, ago it just, so
1: yeah, it just keeps racking it up
0: yeah, so we'll see what uh, now now meanwhile i think like tomorrow or the next day it's supposed to be like 80 for a couple of days so you know the weather down here is is off is out of control. Yeah, it's, so it's bananas. Yeah. But, uh, but that's yeah, not we're, what we're here to talk about.
1: No, no, we're not we're not weatherman and we're not gonna pretend to be. Um, but you know, we, we are doing let's see, we did a great two-parter on the um Microsoft acquisition of uh, Activision and Blizzard. Um yes. kind of we talked about it ourselves in the first round and the second round, we brought in some friends to kind of discuss that. And... and the most
0: important thing, don't forget, we we broke the news of big beefy shooty boys
1: that was you know and that's the the best thing that came out of both of those man that's breaking news i mean it's i really haven't seen it hit anywhere else i mean we we still own that one
0: right Uh, well that hey that's because we had the exclusive scoop my insider really really you know scraped the bottom of the barrel and got that uh wait scraped the bottom of the barrel no not that yeah no anyway so um yeah we did our we did our activision blizzard uh, Microsoft uh, a- acquisition pod like you said we had our guests but and this one wasn't really we had just gone through and, and made a new list of of things we want topics we wanted to talk about and um, then this came up which uh, looks like Sony has bought the house of Halo itself Bungie
1: yeah well, it's just absolutely wild and you know, the timing, the timing is everything. So, of course, you know, the immediate reaction of reporters and fans alike, um, you know, just people in the video game world, you know, that weren't, you know, really, I guess, in, inside, inside knowledge, if you will, uh, really thought this was a knee-jerk reaction to the Microsoft uh, acquisition of Activ- Activision Blizzard. And it certainly seems like that on the surface. Um, oh, Absolutely. But it's it's not. Uh, I think uh, you and I were chit chatting about it. This has been kind of going on for a while, apparently.
0: Yeah, and you know it it makes sense, and it makes a lot of a lot of things that have happened over the past couple months have kind of they make a lot more sense now. With like, so I don't know if you're I don't know how into um, you know Bungie's catalog you are, but you know Destiny is their big uh, that's their which ironically enough was. Made when they joined Activision. When Bungie joined Activision, they collaborated and they made Destiny and then mm-hmm. the new one, Destiny 2. And so Destiny 2 is the big project that Bungie is still working on. And they're getting ready to roll out the Witch Queen, which is their newest expansion, which is their first expansion that they've done under the new way that Destiny's rolling without Activision. This is just completely under their purview. You know, no supervision from any other company, and but what's interesting is right in the the lead up to it is Bungie's thirtieth anniversary. So in Destiny two, they've been doing a lot of thirtieth anniversary events, and one of the things they wanted to do was kind of call back to some of their older properties. So there's some stuff from uh, Marathon, which was one of their one of their very first games that was on the Macintosh. Um, I forget what the other one was. I want to say it was like mythic or something uh, it might like just that. Be
1: myth. I think it's just called myth. Myth.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's myth. And so they put these little Easter eggs in Destiny as like special weapons and armor and stuff you can get. And then there's three items, well, four items really, if you count the one that I just can't get. Um, but there's there's four items that are that were added that are homages, but not exactly. And like, if you know Halo, you know exactly what you're looking at, but right, it, it it's just different enough that it's not copyright infringement. And, you know, it was kind of weird. We were, people were like, wow, why won't, why won't Microsoft let Bungie use that stuff? That, that would be really cool. Like some cool cross promotion, especially with Halo Infinite coming out. Um, and it's the the battle rifle the hand cannon, which was the original pistol. And then there's some, there's two swords that if you link them together, it would make the energy sword that the elites have. One of them is called half truths. And the other one is called the other side. And um, like, you can't, you can't mistake this stuff. If you look at it, you know what it is. Um, you know exactly what it is. And it, but it was just kind of weird that like, they couldn't get together to make that happen and then maybe it was partially because of this. Maybe it wasn't necessarily that Microsoft was like, no, we, we don't want Bungie to use it. Maybe it was, well, we don't want Bungie to use it. And then PlayStation or Sony walls us off from having Destiny. And then we've got Halo stuff showing up in a game that we don't have anything to do with.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it, it's really interesting. The... um I'm going to kind of back up and do a little bit of a historical thing um, on this just to kind of catch people up on how weird this really is um, with this Sony uh, acquiring Bungie today. Um, Or announcing it today, I should say. Uh, Microsoft, as you you kind of, you know, we talked about here, and I want to throw this other note out. Um, Let's go back to Halo real quick. This is kind of where this all comes about. you know, as far as you know, really getting interesting, if you will. You you made mentions to the destiny allusions to myth and marathon uh, and so forth. Um, but look, look, if you go into when uh, Bungie was a uh, Bungie had announced its next product being and um, that at that game at that time was uh, Halo Combat Evolved. And and you know we you know we've already touched on that a little bit because you know you obviously you see Halo, you know what it is, you know now it's got a what a television series now paramount plus yeah yeah so i mean but here's the crazy thing i thought this was really interesting um and this is like readily available information i'm just kind of uh, fudging off of this and, and reading the wikipedia but it's still to me very you know worth stating um you know halo was originally intended to be a third person shooter uh, for computers
0: here's for crazy a Mac. Thing.
1: yeah yeah exactly um the public unveiling was at macworld 99 And the keynote address was by the interim CEO, Steve Jobs, (laughs) Uh, which is really insane to think about because not more than a year later, uh, Microsoft had actually acquired Bungie. Uh, And so that's where the history gets really interesting with this. So Microsoft acquired Bungie in 2000. Um, Bungie split back off of Microsoft in 2007, but in 2010 had signed, and you, you had kind of talked about this already, um, in in terms of the publishing deal with Activision, because um, during that deal, as you mentioned, uh, the Destiny games, uh, pardon me, were released. Uh, but in 2019, so fast forward 10 years there, give or take, uh, Bungie announced that that deal was ending. Um, and so, you know that I think that's the crazy thing is that not what two three years ago, <laughs> you had Bungie who just ended a partnership with Activision who Activision just gets bought by Microsoft. And here you are with Bungie getting bought by Sony,
0: right? It's oof.
1: It's a really lot to think about lot to take in. Um, if you follow the history of that, you know,
0: and it's, it's funny to me because I had almost mentioned during, during our other uh, episode I almost said, you know, the next logical step to me is Microsoft brings Bungie home, but, knowing what I knew about Bungie and how they pretty, it seemed like they valued their independence. I couldn't see them allowing themselves to be bought by anybody. And then here comes Sony and scoops them up. It's just, it's crazy to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and really, you know, like you said, I mean, that, that that's a, that's a logical fit. Um, You know, I mean, Bungie is the, the original developer of Halo. So, I mean, uh, that, that is it's a perfectly logical fit that one would assume like, you know what, they're going to be Microsoft property. Um, you know, money talks, you know, who, I, I don't know. Um, either that, or, you know, you know, you and I go down this road and, and have tried to connect things to wrestling. Um, but maybe there's
0: something with, um,
1: you know, Hey, you're bought, but we're going to leave you alone and you still have creative freedom.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well, and that that seems like from the little bit of information that's come out, it seems like that may be the case because it seems like Sony's kind of like saying, look, we're going to be hands off. We still want you to develop for whoever you want to develop for. And but but at the end of the day, we own you. So we'll probably so Sony will probably end up getting some exclusive either timed exclusive um, like campaign stuff or. You know, that kind of deal where kind of like how they had with Call of Duty for a long time, where they were getting maps and stuff that Xbox players just either weren't getting or they were getting on a delayed release schedule.
1: Right, right. Yeah, it's uh, it's akin to having a, you know, uh, a phone that's made by the developer and you're getting instantaneous updates and, you know, having a different brand with the same operating system. And then it, you're waiting, you know, for everything to go through, you know, the, the the cell phone company, basically. And you're having to wait a couple of months. It's the same kind of deal. Um, right. It's really interesting, though. The uh, um, I, I did also kind of want to preface this, too. This whole thing, you know, you know we talked about it here kind of on top, uh, you know, being a knee-jerk reaction. Look, Sony's been buying up other properties. I'm not saying that these are as major as Bungie, but... Last year alone, they got um, House Marquee, Blue Point Games, Fire Sprite, Nixies, and co-development studio Valkyrie. And there's some pretty heavy titles that all those places were involved with. Granted, they're a lot smaller uh, studios, but look, they, they were still buying up properties. You know, not gonna say it's under the radar, but in the realm of just what a normal person, uh, a normal video game fan, they may not have picked up on all that. May not have been following. So they've been buying stuff. So this isn't anything new. You know? Right,
0: right. Yeah, it, it, and that's the thing. And, and, you know, people can try and spin it however they want, but they, at the end of the day, their jobs as the, I guess, the the heads of the families of, X, of the X, Xbox and PlayStation brands is to try and strengthen that brand as much as they can. And what better way to strengthen those brands than by bringing in known talent And known developing houses with known properties and IPs. Um, Right. You know, everybody's looking for that next big IP, but what makes you money until the next big IP? The ones that came before. So you make the money with those brand names, with those household names, and then you can use that money you've made to reinforce your other studios and develop new IPs and hopefully just continue to make him money hand over fist. And that's, that's what the name is. That's what the name of the game is. Let's not kid ourselves.
1: Oh yeah. No, it's all business, you know, and that's the, that's the, uh, the thing that, you know uh, you know, just talking about here with how would, would Bungie just, you know, instantly become a Microsoft property because that would make the most sense. Who knows, you know, whether it's creative freedom or, you know, maybe money does talk. I don't know. Um, but there's, there's gotta be something to that. So this is, these are all business decisions for a reason, whether that's to use the existing titles, uh, to, you know, keep on, you know, making money. Uh, we talked about that, um, a bit with just looking at something, what we would consider simple. Um, but with part of the Activision Blizzard thing came the candy crush bit, you know, so, you know, obviously that's going to keep making money left and right, but it also, gets that money in, as you said, to afford to make new properties. Uh, so it's um, certainly interesting. Um, and I think there's quite a bit of money to be made with Destiny, personally.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I look, I'll, I'll go out right now. I have every single expansion for Destiny 2. I have pre-ordered the Witch Queen, which comes out, uh, I think, the end of February. I know it's coming up. So there's, like I've said on here before, that's coming down. They're going to be vaulting a bunch of stuff. So... Most of my gaming time right now is spent trying to clean up, you know, loose threads in that game. Um, and, you know, they've they've done a great thing where, you know, the first Destiny came out. There were some expansions that came out. And then they they were just kind of like, okay, well, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. And so they released Destiny 2. And Destiny 2 kind of changed up the game. And, and they've been good about taking their consumer criticism and kind of using it to reshape the game. So the game that's out now looks, I mean, you know, the the bones are the same. It's still recognizably Destiny, but it's nothing like it was when it first launched. Um, And I, I can say that they've done a great job of revolutionizing what the game was between Destiny 1, Destiny 2, and what it is now. And it's it's more of a service game now, kind of like your World of Warcraft. So it's it's definitely a fun game, and it's definitely going to be a banner franchise for them. But it's going to be interesting to see where it goes now that they're under Sony's stewardship.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, and I I think that does make it interesting. So uh, you know, let me ask you. I mean, you know, kind of uh, what do you what do you think? Maybe, and we can't predict the future, but um, do you think they? you know, keep the ball rolling with Destiny and, and just keep adding on to Destiny 2? Or do you think they're like, you know what, we're going to actively develop, you know, um, you a know, sequel that can come out three to five years from now? What do you think?
0: I really, and this is where, this is what I think about this. So I think that they leveraged um, the console generations. I think the reason that they, they stepped away from Destiny and made Destiny 2 instead of just continuing to expand on Destiny uh, as it was, is because you had people split between the the Xbox 360 and PS3 and the Xbox One and the PS4, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then over the course of the Xbox One and PS4's lives, you had the Xbox One X and the uh, PS4 Pro come out. So your tip, you're technically working with three different builds of system, right? Right, three different three different sets of specs. So I think that setting off with Destiny Two and saying, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna kind of square things away here. This is Destiny Two. It's Xbox One. It's PS4, and now obviously it's PS5 and Xbox Series X or S, depending upon what you have." Um, so I think that's a long way of me saying that I think the next one probably the next destiny you're going to see if there's going to be a three won't come out until we start hearing rumblings of either the seer than like the 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 pro versions of these systems that we have out now or maybe even until we see a whole nother generation of systems um i mean and and i say that now i say that now not knowing exactly what the witch queen will bring because that with that expansion, it's going to bring sweeping change to the game. They're vaulting a bunch of um, a bunch of content. They're changing a whole bunch of stuff. They're getting rid of a whole bunch of currencies and kind of trying to streamline things. So, I, and I've been trying to stay kind of um, aside from knowing what I need to complete before it's gone. I've been trying to stay in the dark as to what it's going to bring. So I haven't been looking at a whole lot of info on it. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it looks like it, it's going to be basically a re a soft reboot for the new systems as far as for for everything that's that's been going on so should be interesting i'm hoping it's it's good especially since i pre-ordered it um you know i'm kind of invested
1: (laughs) yeah yeah no kidding no kidding i you know and i got into destiny 2 for a bit um you know for for quite a while there but I, i i'm not gonna say i lost interest but i found other things to play um, so I'm not nearly the fan that you are, but it's a great game. Um, oh, yeah, you know, it's certainly fantastic. Um, I just, uh, you know, the, I, I, you know, I've talked about on here, I, I devote, I devoted way too much time to Skyrim. So, <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> well, that was, that was how it was like when destiny 2 first came out, I played it for probably the first year that it was out, uh, maybe a little bit less than a year, but I played it. Pretty religiously when it first came out, and then I just got tired of it because I felt like it was the same. You know, as much as I loved the original Destiny, and I was in on the, I was in on the uh, the alpha and the beta. Like, I it eventually when Destiny two came out, I'm like, I just paid sixty dollars for the same game, like to reset right, my right. progress for the same game. So I hadn't played it, and then I want to say like November maybe um, when we got the Series X. I had gone to five below and they had destiny destiny two for five bucks. I'm like, well, screw it. I'm going to grab destiny two for me and Peyton. We'll, you know, we'll have a little bit of fun with it. It was five bucks. No big deal, but it sucked me right back in. Nice. So I had been gone for like, I'd been gone from the game for like three, four years. It was completely different from when I left it. All my, I don't want to say all my progress was gone, but that's pretty much what they did is they, they kind of did like a world wiping almost Hmm. so it was very interesting to step back into it after being gone for for i think it was three or four years
1: no that's pretty cool man i i uh you know i i find the same with certain games over time um where you know you you play it at first and then you kind of get tired of it and then you go back into it um a little bit later and there's been an update or you know something's happened where it's like you know what this is actually fun to play whether it is an expansion pack or or whatever, and you know that does happen. Um, but the uh, let, let's see here. So you know, I just want to kind of run through a couple things here, um, and then I want to get into fun stuff about you know who who might be next. Um, I did want to kind of note here. I, I made mention of one of Sony's acquisitions last year in the terms of the developer FireSprite. Now. This was I thought it was really interesting because I didn't know this. Um, but Fire Sprite was founded about 10 years well, right at 10 years ago in 2012. Um, and the studio was actually staffed by um, some developers that were part of the original studio Liverpool um, when it was called Cygnosis. And the, the neat thing about that is the five people in the studio's core leadership team um, had been known to have worked on games for every single PlayStation console up to that point. And Cygnosis was most well known for the Wipeout series, um, which I thought was really interesting. Um, cause it's, it's that, I think that's the fun part about looking at some of this stuff is that it kind of all, you know, you know, kind of goes back around to these developers that either had went through a name change or they were, you know, there was a buyout at some point, uh, kind of like the history stuff between, you know, Bungie and Microsoft and Activision deal. I thought that was another interesting thing. So, um, that was a, a note, but now kind of into that same vein though, some of these other first party studios that Sony has, um, you know, and all these are, I can't say their household names, but I just want to throw a few out here. Um, one of their uh, first party studios, and I didn't even realize this was Ben studio, which is, uh, known for the uh, days gone. Have, did you ever play that game?
0: No, that, uh, that's one that I, I just stayed away from the, oh, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking of the last of us, but no, I haven't played uh, right. days gone either.
1: I want to say, uh, yeah, and actually, Sony's first party of studio, uh, also Naughty Dog, they're the ones that were the, the the last of us folks. I played a bit of The Last of Us and I didn't care for it. It's too linear for me um, for the type of game. Days Gone is completely the polar opposite. And it's such a fantastic game with a fantastic storyline. It's fun to play. Um, I, I, that's when I went start to finish. I love that game. Um, you know, I said they've acquired Blue Point last year, that they, they released a Demon Souls remake. I've tried to play that. That is, as you said <laughs> to me, off pod, ridiculously hard, and boy, it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, that, I'm out on, on the Souls games.
1: Yeah, um, they also have Insomniac games, which well known for Ratchet and Clank, Marvel Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. We won't get into all that too much, but that's a pretty big one.
0: Oh, yeah, that's um, huge
1: polyphony digital which is well known for gran turismo which there's a new one of those coming out just a few days before my birthday so i've uh, already asked danielle for that for my birthday <laughs> <laughs> um and then you know san diego studio mlb the show and there's just some others there so it's not like sony was you know getting bungee like oh yeah we finally got our first studio now the there's some well-known names that are associated there and I didn't even get all of them. I just wanted to kind of paint a picture of Bungie is just going to be part of, you know, a, you know, a, a a lot, you know, a lot of other studios that they already have. So I, th- I think it's a, a great addition. Um, now here's the fun part. Um, and this can be a, we can rattle this off and just kind of throw down notes, but the Sony PlayStation CEO, and I believe he's also the president of Sony Interactive Entertainment, Jim Ryan, has stated that they will be buying more studios. So I, I say to you, as Goldberg would say, who's next?
0: I was, I was really hoping you were going to throw the Goldberg in there. Um, who's next? <laughs> I, I have a feeling... And it pains me to say this. I have a feeling, so or uh, Sega is next. As much as I was hoping that it would be Microsoft, um, I don't know, man. I just I got a feeling, as uh, as the Black Eyed Peas would say. And that was bad. That was a reach. That was that was a really bad reach.
1: Don't worry. I'm going to show
0: myself out. Um,
1: I I cracked the bureau to cover that one for you.
0: Ah, cool. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Sega. Um, I figured if if Microsoft was going to make a play for them, it would have happened by now. As much as I would love Nintendo to buy them, I don't see that happening. Um, but I do think that they're going to get bought by someone. And if it's not going to be Microsoft and it's not going to be Nintendo, then that leaves really one option. Unless Disney buys them, but I don't think Disney has any intentions on buying them.
1: No, I, man, Sega, I really, I was like you. I, I really hope that Nintendo would grab them up. And I only say that in the sense of uh, more for the nostalgia. Don't get me wrong, I love to see Sega, you know, produce and develop um, some new uh, and great content. But, you know, if you do the Nintendo Switch Online expansion uh, pack, um, you get access to some Sega Genesis content. And, you know, if Nintendo outright purchases Sega, I could see just a in, massive influx, uh, more so than that's already on there. And, there, there, you know, there's, there's some content in the eShop, don't get me wrong. Um, but, you know, and there's been a lot of collaboration over the years with Nintendo and Sega, you know, with, and I'm being simplistically too, like how many years of Mario and Sonic at the Olympics do we have? And, and, and those sorts of things. Um, and I, I, but I think it's just more of me reminiscing and knowing the wars that Nintendo and Sega had when we were kids and wanting to say, you know, look, I just want the buyout to happen from Nintendo because it obviously is not going the other way. Um, and I just think that would, that would be, that would, to me, that that would be it. Wouldn't
0: that be the swerve of all swerves is Sega ends up buying Nintendo? Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, (laughs)
1: Boy, that would be breaking news, everyone!
0: <laughs> Dreamcast <laughs> Two, it's happening. Oh,
1: yeah. uh, Dreamcast Two, we've got a we've got a Saturn coming your way. Uh, except it's called the Jupiter this time. Yeah, it's big. It's bigger and yeah. it's angrier. <laughs> and it's filled with gas. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> the
0: we've Sega Jupiter, the,
1: everyone. The Sega Jupiter.
0: Yeah, Sega Jupiter. Uh, hey that may be the platform that big beefy shooty boys ends up getting released on
1: actually that's um that's the breaking news I was gonna uh, hold it for the end but um we might as well say it now uh, big beefy shooty boys exclusive to the Sega Jupiter um, see
0: that's perfect that's perfect you know so, Microsoft uh, Microsoft chose to ignore us on on uh, the social medias so now we're, we're taking our our uh, talents to south beach. That's and by right. south beach i mean the Sega jupiter.
1: that's right. that's um <laughs> it's, it's gonna it's 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 gonna be a great system that's why we wanted to uh get the game over there and yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it uh it uses a switch as a controller and um it's two xbox series x's and a ps5 duct tape together. and um <laughs> and you know, it's and,
1: and Sega's is just um painted on the side.
0: Yeah, spray painted. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> and it's definitely, definitely not. But that 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 Sega is definitely not just a crackhead crouched behind your couch <laughs> every time you turn it on. It's you know that doesn't he, the no crackheads. When you do your your end user license agreement, it doesn't say that a crackhead can come sit behind your couch and yell Sega every time you turn it on. That's totally not part of it.
1: No, 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 no. It's
0: uh,
1: it actually somewhat says it uh, sometimes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know. You gotta be nice to it.
0: Yeah, you gotta be nice. Yeah, if you because <laughs> if you don't look, crackheads will cut you.
1: That's right. And uh, this one, this one uh, may or may not come with one. Just and if on, it's if you're nice, you
0: gotta you gotta be nice. You don't want to make them surly. You know, it's just uh, just just pretend it's okay. Just be cool. Just be cool.
1: Oh man! All right. What? So look, you know sega is a possibility here um if i were to tell you though uh your your prediction one to ten ten being the highest um sony by sega
0: i'm i'm going with a going with a strong nine
1: okay wow all right that's a all right that's a that's a fair uh a fair assessment uh, i i think i you know i I have, I have a hard time in my head wrapping around a Sony acquisition of Sega, but I'm definitely with you on that. I could certainly see it happening. Um, you know, and I, I think it would be a, a, a just completely different property for them to add to their portfolio, if you will. So, yeah, um, something different. Um, look, uh, we talked about this off pod a little bit getting into this. Uh, I'm just going to mention it here. Uh, There's been a little bit of smoke, whether this is legitimate or not. I'm not going to say. I don't know. I'm not an insider. Um, You're not? No, no. Only with the Sega Jupiter and uh, Big Baby Shooty Boys. Um, Electronic Arts, better known as just EA. Um, There's been some interesting things uh, coaxing around Twitter and Hollywood Reporter about you know, hey, look, you know, Activision buys, or excuse me, Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard. And then, you know, it's like, okay, who does who does Sony grab up? And again, a lot of this is speculation, but this was before the Bungie deal was announced. Um, and there's a supposedly a little bit of smoke with uh, Sony going after EA. I, I think there's a high probability that something like that does happen. And I only say that in the sense of, that's a huge get if they do <laughs> right. right. And I, and I'm not saying that that's a, a more than a bungee thing. Um, at this point in time, it probably is um, just based off of, you know, EA's past track record and, and still current developments and, and what they, what they produce. Um, but boy, that'd be a, that'd be a shot to Microsoft if they had pulled that one off.
0: Oh yeah. That's, that's a shot across about the entire gaming industry. If they, if they manage to pull that coup and that would be one where I would think they would end up getting some concessions from Microsoft in order to keep EA games on Microsoft systems. Cause oh, let's yeah. face it. We're not going back to the days of, of NFL fever on the Xbox produced by Microsoft. You know, <laughs> that's those days are long gone. Thank God. Cause that game was frigging butt cheeks. Um, <laughs> but like although although Sony buys Microsoft or Sony buys yeah, Sony buys Microsoft, Sony buys EA, EA no longer has the NFL license, Microsoft buys Sega, Sega brings back two K. Ooh.
1: Well, that'd be awesome.
0: Wouldn't that be some stuff?
1: Man. Man, that would be sweet. And I'm just yeah. over here hoping for a Tecmo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, listen. I, all right. So I had the one for game for DS that came out, the most recent one, uh that came out for Nintendo DS. I feel it, it was like Tecmo Bowl kickoff or something like that. A good game. Okay, I guess. Not what we remembered. But I would. I'm definitely down for a new Tecmo Bowl.
1: I'm only down for it is if it's exactly like the Tecmo Super Bowl. And oh and yeah, you know what the, Here's a sad thing. In my head, I realize that there are people that mod it and they mod it to death and they update the rosters. And there's even people that actually sell the cartridge uh, with updated rosters, which is kudos. You know, I think that's fantastic. I don't know why. I, I just in my head, I think I need that from like a gaming company to be mass produced just so I can walk into a store and look at it and be like, you see that? That's Techno Super Bowl 2022. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it's the listen, same game no, as
0: 1991. <laughs> I am 100% on board with that. I, that needs to happen as far as I'm concerned. So I'm with you. You're uh, not, not going to get any arguments from me.
1: So, okay. Now, who do you think then next? We've mentioned Sega, uh, we've mentioned EA. Uh, who's who, who? Who would be next?
0: So I'm going to cheat and I'm going to I'm going to steal one from your run sheet that you did, and uh, I'm saying Square Enix because honestly, the fact that they haven't been bought by um, by Sony yet kind of still astounds me because I still associate I associate Square Enix with Sony. I still view them as like back from the PlayStation days, like the original PlayStation days. I still just view them as, oh, that's a company that makes games for PlayStation.
1: Yeah, they're known for a couple smaller games. Um, something with fantasy in the title. That just escapes me.
0: What is that? Um, is it Last Fantasy? No, no I think it yeah. was. I uh, think it was Forever Fantasy.
1: Forever. Okay, that's right. That's right.
0: Yeah. And I think they made a game about a quest. It was oh. Goblin Quest. Yeah. Drake Something. Quest. Something
1: uh. like that. Yeah, that's a yeah. huge... That would be a huge get. Square Enix is ridiculous for what they've produced. And look, I've not played every Square Enix title. Um, but every single one that I have played, you know, oh my gosh. Um, you know, just the Final Fantasy games alone. I mean, what more could you want? Uh, it's it's insane. A, a good,
0: a good Avengers game.
1: Well, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, um, but no, it's crazy. They they have um, produced some of the most iconic titles over the years. And I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm shocked that that it hasn't happened with five, ten years ago. Um, I think the thing that's crazy too is that it's such a long, well-established company. Um, much like the two we've already mentioned, EA and Sega. There's a long history there of a lot of titles and a lot of money. So and properties that will keep producing money um, from here until. Who knows when. So I, I certainly think that that's a fair guess on who the who they go after, you know. You know, and if they to me, I'm like I'm not saying that they'll end up with all three of these. Um no. they ended up with like one of the three, I think is huge. Um, just the three that we've mentioned so far, you know.
0: Right. No, I agree. And it's just it would just make the console because let's face it, man. The console war. I feel like it's a war in name only. I feel like more and more of these companies are working together. I mean, friggin' uh, the show just came out or just got announced that it will be on the Switch this year. All right? Really? Yeah, That's, yeah. It's got to be gonna quite launch... toned
1: down, obviously, right? I mean, Oh,
0: I would imagine. I would say there's... It's, a, it's hard for me to say it'll be like a cloud version, like um, some of the Square Enix games that have been released lately. But mm-hmm. I could see it some, some aspect of it being offloaded. Um, and it's still, no matter what, it's going to be better than RBI baseball, but it's, you know, and I'm talking the the updated version of RBI baseball because the old version is cool, but the updated one from MLB right. itself just sucks.
1: Oh, terrible. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, it, I mean, when that game is coming out and I, that has to do obviously with, you know, major league baseball and, and major league baseball saying, Hey, listen, you're not going to restrict our profits on this video game to just your systems where we want it from everybody. Um, oh yeah. So, you know, it's one of those situations where their hand was kind of forced, but you've got that, that kind of cooperation working across the, across the board. And so I, you know, the so to me the console war is, Hey, do you, it's more about, people like you and i saying oh i like xbox better oh no i like playstation better. the companies don't care the companies are willing to do whatever it takes to make money and if that means working together they're going to work together
1: oh yeah 100 percent, 100 and uh i think you know i i think part of it too for us is like you and i are just such big wrestling fans that we love to see that war between big organizations right um and that's i think a lot of that boils down to it but i was and you you're not wrong the console war is kind of gone uh, you know a bygone era, if you will, um, because look. Let's, let's face it: the technology is roughly the same in, in both of the current generation systems. Yeah. Um And the um, um, the interesting thing, too, though, is is that you've got so many people now, especially in the esports world, that are. And I'm not saying that they're, you know, the console gaming is not there. It certainly is. You know, even even to like Mario Kart and stuff like that. But a lot of your heavy duty games, I mean, it's it's all PC. Um, so now you have this like whole realm of, and I think you and I discussed this about the Xbox X. It's a PC. I mean, it really yeah. is. Um, so yeah, it's, it's 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 just different now. Um, the tech has increased so much. And now you have, like you mentioned um, with uh, the show, you have these other things too, like Stadia, where you're, you're just, you're playing games online basically, but using other, you know, other equipment offsite, other servers, whatever, and you're still getting the experience without having this insane system in front of you. Um, I'm not going to say it's the same. I'm, it's, I'm, of course I'm not going to, but really it's not going to be long until it is, you know, and, and that's just where it's headed. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm looking at things now and I find it kind of fascinating with um, NVIDIA runs these programs now um, where you can game, um, you know, uh, using a Chromebook because you're connected to some web service. And it's crazy to think about, because like the Chromebook and some of these games are talking about, obviously would never run them, even if they were compatible. But the minute you throw it out in the cloud somewhere, here we go. Game on. Right.
0: And isn't that basically what um, PlayStation now is, is not it essentially just cloud gaming?
1: I'm pretty certain. I, I don't know that for certain, um, but I'm pretty certain you're, you're right on that. Um yeah it's it's just crazy uh to the, where it's gone so yeah while while we sit here and speculate about who buys who and is sony gonna buy this and, and whatnot it's you know really at the end of the day kind of a moot point but still kind of interesting in the sense of it's a what if they locked up a property and they said you know what you can get this game in this game but we're taking all the legacy content. And we're going on our service and you're not having that. Yeah. You know, and that might be enough to force people to be like, Oh man, maybe I should go buy a PlayStation. Right. I don't, you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah. And I think that as long as there's money to be made, they'll kind of, I think that they'll just at this point, let it, let it fly, you know, and just let people play wherever they want, as long as they're making money. And because you're going to see it with, like I said, my prediction for Xbox um, Game Pass or, or whatever you want to call it, you know, Xbox, Xbox Live, whatever you, you know, it's it's all going to be the same. It's all going to be the same service and you're going to be able to play it on any system. I feel like by the end of 2025, you're going to be looking at people playing Xbox games on PlayStation as a downloadable service or as a streaming service, similar to PlayStation Now, similar to Google Stadia, you know, just like all that stuff. It's it's all going to be, things are going to be going to the cloud as much as I hate it because I'm a curmudgeon and I like physical media and I like to own what I'm, you know, what I pay money for. Um, it's it's the, the way things are working is it's going to games as service and entertainment as service, just like Disney Plus and Netflix and Hulu. And it's going to be more or less irrelevant who you support just as long as you support one of them.
1: Right. Like you said, it's look. it's the next logical step. And let's kind of talk about this way and maybe we'll throw down a couple of more possibilities as to, you know, who we think Sony might, might, you know, acquire here. Um, Let's talk, let's talk about in terms of uh, music um, and, and file size, right? So, you know, back in our day, you could throw down and obviously, you know, buy a cassette tape, uh, you could buy a compact disc or a CD, kids, that's, uh, <laughs> you know, those things. Um, or, you know, 20 years ago, uh, or so give or take, um, is when we really we started just downloading MP3s, um, which is really the, the catalyst to, to starting off the, the kind of streaming services where we're at now. And I was obviously a big fan of, of buying, you know, tapes and CDs and uh, even a handful of records, um, which obviously, you know, been around for a long time. Um, but then, you know, after I had acquired all these MP3s, and then you get into these streaming service things that are like, yeah, we're going to charge you a few bucks a month and you have access to, you know, more music than you could ever listen to in your entire life. And it's like, I was paying like 15 or $20 for 12 songs. (laughs) Right. You know, and and it's crazy really think about it. And then, you know, obviously, you know, you kind of go in the same vein with movies, you know, I can't tell you how many VHS tapes and DVDs I bought over the years and Blu-rays and and whatever. Um, You know, you, you, you had these, these, these physical media things that you went out and you're like, I saw the movie in the theater, you wait three or four months hits DVD. You want to get it day one. I can't tell you how many times I did that. And now it's like, yeah, you know what? I've got access to most everything because you have Netflix, Hulu, um, you know, whatever other services. And, you know, it's out there. I'm not saying it's the same, but, you know, you get what I'm saying. It's a service that has its own content. And again, you don't have anything physical. You're sticking in anything you know, no cassette tape, there's no DVD, there's nothing. It's just oh, click a button, it's done. And now you're at the video game point and it's just now getting to the point where, as you mentioned, I firmly believe that Xbox is going to be playable on anything. Um, that's the that's really the next logical step because everything else entertainment-wise has already done that.
0: Right. And and they have gotten so far ahead of the game on that too. You know, if you think about think about, Back to the Xbox 360, right? Well, you, even let's go back to the Xbox, the original Xbox. The original Xbox out of the box has broadband support. It has a hard drive built in. It's wired for online gaming from day one. PlayStation Two, you had to buy a separate hard drive and you had to buy, or a hard drive and a separate um, broadband adapter and hook it up, and then then you could play. Xbox has been at the forefront. Xbox 360 comes out. Xbox 360 dedicated servers, the Xbox Live service, you know, it, it, it had all this stuff. It was the first one. They're the reason why Netflix went to streaming. They're the reason why all, a lot of the streaming services came about and became popularized because you could use them on the Xbox. Yes, PlayStation 3 with Sony or Sony with PlayStation 3 had free online service, but it wasn't as good as what you were getting with Xbox Live. Right. And Xbox has been at the forefront the entire time. So it's only natural that they're that they have this head start and that they've kind of set, you know, set the tone for what the future's going to be with it.
1: Right, right. And and look, don't, you know, let's not let's not discount some other stuff here. Other companies have trying to get into the fold. Um, you know, NVIDIA has a streaming service. And Google, uh, as I mentioned, has one, uh, Stadia. Are these ultra popular services? Of course not. Um, but there's other companies that kind of see this as well. And and they're doing the same thing. Um, you know, and well, I mean, even to a point, Nintendo has a little bit of that going on. Um, you know, but they have the library and it's very easy to support their stuff that's online because they're not very big games. So, right, right. <laughs> you know, and, and up to now anyway, they haven't done anything that was... You know the groundbreaking but they're doing it too um and, and it's just it's it's really interesting to see where it's gone um so let's kind of circle back though to uh you know we'll, we'll finish up this conversation of who what if sony buys next um do you have any other names that you think of or properties, uh, studios
0: Nothing, nothing really that that jumps out to me. Um, aside from maybe something, maybe somebody like Capcom, you know, or Konami. That's
1: interesting. Both of those.
0: Hmm. You know, I mean, let's say Mega Man. Aside from like the uh, Mega Man, I think ten and eleven, and maybe tw- I think a twelve came out. Like they haven't been making any kind of real like attempt to make a new mega man game that people are actually paying attention to. And that franchise was one of the biggest franchises of the eighties and nineties. And now it's laid dormant basically for the past, however many years, you know, yeah, we got mega man legends and mega man legends Two on the PlayStation, which I thought were, you know, controls aside. And the fact that it was, it was a different take on the character. Um, I thought it was still pretty cool. I thought it was still pretty inventive, and I would have liked to have seen where the supposed Mega Man Legends three that was supposed to come out on the 3DS it would have been cool to see where that would have gone. Um, but I'd like to see that franchise reinvigorated. Uh, Castlevania, let's see Ooh. another Castlevania from from Konami. You know, um, Capcom pretty much at this point is is steering. You know, they're they're just paying attention to their their street fighter and, and that kind of stuff, but there's, they have so much more to offer to the gaming world. And I'd really like to see them kind of given. I don't know if it's because they're not getting a budget. I don't know if it's because they're not getting resources, whatever the deal is. Let's see them really like set loose and set free to, to make some stuff, man. Cause it used to be, you couldn't walk into an arcade without bumping into five Capcom cabinets. And oh, now, yeah. you know, it, it, you don't see that. So, and obviously, you know, the arcades are gone, but I want to see more of a market presence from Capcom. I want to see more of a market presence from Konami, these classic games that they that they used to put out and still could again if they were given the opportunity.
1: So, you know, speaking of classics, and I, I wanted to kind of personally mention this one because I was thinking about this, and this will kind of wrap around into a possible prediction here. I get to thinking about, and uh, this this came up when I was talking about Cygnosis and I was looking at this and it's funny. So um, I was looking at Destruction Derby, which is one of my favorite PlayStation games, original PlayStation games, um, because it was just, you know, combat, you know, you know v- vehicles just run into each other. Just how, how, how can you not love that? Um, but it was developed by a studio called Reflections Interactive and it was actually published by Psygnosis. So that's where that kind of came back around. And then I was doing my research and it said Reflections Interactive is now uh, Ubisoft's Reflections. Which is obviously part of Ubisoft, and that name's been thrown around as a possibility. Uh, if you just do some, you know, quick Google, and it, it'll show here people saying it here and there. And I say that being a Sony acquisition, possibly, and they're known for some interesting titles too. So that'd be a good get. Um, you know, uh, I think that'd be a an interesting one. Um, I don't know. What what do you think on Ubisoft?
0: Yeah, let's get let's get VR rabbits. Let's get the, the rabbits coming out for the PSVR, hey, the man. new one that's coming out.
1: Hey, I'm 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 down for that. You know, it's I'm telling you, man, it's it, it, these are interesting. The other one too. I just want to throw out at you, and you you would put a note here. Um, and I thought this was interesting. This kind of got mentioned in the same breath as Ubisoft was take two, and you had thrown this down. Who do they just buy?
0: They just bought Zynga.
1: Yeah, which look Zynga is a lot like King. Um you know zynga has been in the mobile platforming stuff for a long time and boy they got some titles there that make them money left and right don't they
0: Oh yeah <laughs> Yeah Words with Friends you know I'm I telling. you know I don't can't remember the other ones but I know they have Words with Friends
1: They come up a lot and I, I look I don't know either but I mean I I know I've played well more than one game other than Words and I've man I I I'm I'm come and go with that game now um but hey we we would be remiss to say this though um the current most famous um speaking of acquisitions uh the most popular word game right now wordle is being acquired by the new york times (laughs)
0: yeah yeah of course (laughs) i just get into it i just start playing it and now it gets bought and they're saying for now it's going to remain free which means in two weeks you're gonna have to pay for it cool thanks
1: yeah pay for it will be subsidized by some kind of stupid ads right um but yeah, no. Uh, the Take Two one is uh, kind of interesting, uh, mainly, and we could do a whole episode just on their background and what they produced because Take Two has been part of some of the most famous games of all time. Um, you know they have a they have a lot of uh, they're a parent company to a lot of uh, a lot of big a lot of big names.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, to say the very least.
1: You know, uh, little game called um, Grand Theft Car, isn't that it?
0: That was Grand Theft Truck.
1: Truck, that's right, that's right. Grand Theft Truck, and then there's a horse game, um, um, they, but it's like based like I don't know, Wild West times. Um,
0: um, um hmm. I think it's um, um Orange uh, Half Alive Pistol.
1: something like that. Yeah, it. You know, this. Yeah, they're. Do you think anybody
0: else besides us finds this part amusing?
1: Probably not.
0: They probably think we're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It's freaking Red Dead Redemption, you idiots. (laughs) Uh,
1: What's Red Dead Redemption?
0: I don't know. (laughs) Probably some mobile game.
1: Okay, okay. That's what I thought, too. Definitely nothing
0: Uh, that us hardcore gamers would play. No, no. Uh...
1: (laughs) That's one. Actually, that's one of my favorite games. I love that game. <laughs> I, you
0: know, I still have not played it. Oh man, they actually so
1: upgrade for PS5 as well. So I, I need to get
0: on that. So my my experience with it is when it was on the 360, and they released Red Dead Nightmare. Like you know, I really the, wanted a cowboy version? zombie game, mm-hmm. and so I bought it and I played it for like five minutes I'm like, ah, screw this. But I stopped playing it. I have not played another game in the series ever since. Really? Yeah.
1: So I I played the absolute tar out of all of them, um, but I got really stuck on the last one. Like, I was really into uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, and I really got stuck on it. Like, I was not like um, how. Uh, well, I'm trying to think. I, I say stuck, meaning like I. I, I would just roam the world kind of like I was playing Skyrim, you know, cause I just want to like, and I say like, I would do crazy things. Like I just walk in the saloon and I would sit there and play. There's a, there's a dice game that you can play. I would just play it with like the guy sitting there for like an hour. Like I'm playing, <laughs> I'm playing this like fantastic. One of the most beautiful, you know, graphically intense games of all time. And I'm sitting there playing dice with somebody for like an hour at a time. It's nice. the stupidest thing, but it was so addictive. You know, hey, man. And, and that's the part that makes that game so good. So I think I really do. I really think uh, Take toe would be, and I'm, quite honestly, too, it's another one. You know that the some of these properties that you mentioned before, it's like, you know, with the Square Enix stuff, it's like, why did this not happen already?
0: <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, I, I can't imagine. Like, I there's got to be something. There's got to be a reason that they haven't been bought yet, and I don't know what it is, but you would think that that would be a company that would just be ripe for like offer after offer. And so unless they just really value their, uh, you know, their independence that much, you would think that, though, that the offers would have been ridiculous.
1: Oh yeah. hundred percent, man. But now yeah, here we are. And I think, uh, now yeah, it gets interesting. Um, and this is certainly something we can, we can part four if need be, um, who's next, you know, it's, who does Microsoft grab? Who does Sony grab? Does Nintendo get into it a little bit? And you know, maybe they shock somebody with, uh, you know, an acquisition, or you know, does something fall apart, or is there, you know, like we talked about earlier on this one? You know, you su- Are you
0: suggesting? Suggest? I can't even talk. <laughs> See, it's not even worth it for the joke payoff now because you and I would get it, and maybe Mark, if he listens. Um, I was going to say, are you suggesting that? Nintendo might shock the system.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, a little un, little undisputed error. That's a good yeah. that's a good joke about a year and a half ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> now, you know, none of them are with WWE anymore, so it doesn't matter. No, no, no. Nope.
1: <laughs> All good. Uh-uh. Well, man, uh this one's been this one's been fun. I, I really love digging into, you know, we, we we look, you and I do the what if stuff every once in a while and I just think that's fun and we we and we threw this one together we went for an hour basically over two text messages
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so I mean literally like we talked for, for like you said like two text messages and then you sent me that hey stop talking this is a podcast and drop you dropped a friggin' full page of notes and we went for an hour and like barely even touched what's in the notes so this is, uh, it's been a good one. And I think, uh, I think there's definitely more to be mined out of this. And I think more information will be coming out in the next few days that will probably necessitate another, another podcast too.
1: It's definitely, man. Definitely. Well, man, it's been fun.
0: Absolutely. Until next time, we have been the Norse Brigade. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out at double coffin.com, Check us out at Big beefy Till next time, see you later.